Well, 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 guess who's back? It is the world's most... <laughs> it is the world's most consistently inconsistent podcast, Matchfit with Dole. Yes, I'm back. This week I've been inspired to do a new podcast of the Matchfit podcast. Ooh, you're probably wondering what inspired you. Before before we get to that, I would just like to say Ramadan Mubarak to all my brothers and sisters in Islam fasting the holy month of Ramadan. Yeah, I've been in, really inspired this week to do a new new podcast because all this week, it's not even been a week. The past couple of days, I've been drowning, drowning in fake outrage hypocrisy oh lord i thought i had i had to speak out against this not to speak out but you know record my my opinions on this <laughs> if you got a your own podcast then why not you're probably wondering still what inspired you man get to the point all right all right so this week if you're a football person like me you already know there have been a huge, 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 huge news. Or should I say a bombshell of a news dropped on top, on, on the head tops of some billionaires who currently have monopoly on the football game. So there was these, the biggest 12 clubs in the world got together behind UFS back the governing body of the European uh, football and decided wait a minute we are millions and millions in debt and there's no light in the tunnel the debt is getting higher and UEFA get the majority of the revenue by doing the bare minimum all they do is just organize the comp a competition that is the biggest competition in in the world is the Champions League, and we are the reason the viewers are tuning in to that uh, to the competition. So why should we get the breadcrumbs, and UEFA get the biggest half of the pie? What if we just bypass them? What if we just organize ourselves and share all the the revenue? between us you know the fans are still gonna tune in because they can't just jump to another another club and support a new club and they would love to see big matches every week but the problem with this with this uh, new competition is or the problem that the people who are fake outraged were saying uh, was uh, the case is that there is no relegation. That means if you do so, uh, you, you can do it as bad as you want on the new competition. If you are one of the founding clubs, the founding 12 clubs, you will never lose your spot. No matter how bad you are, and you will still get a fixed amount of money. Who would say no to that? So all the 12 team was like, sign me up. They didn't talk to no fans. So... I gotta say, before I get to my opinion, I gotta say that that was a little bit of 
arrogance, you know, from the from the billionaire owners of the clubs. But still, I could see why they would do that. Because the governing body, UEFA, who everybody is trying to make look some kind of a saint, they are the proven corrupt, proven corrupt, to pass money under the table. And FIFA, who was screaming, oh, this, this is going to kill the integrity of football. Wait a minute. Weren't you guys the same FIFA that sold the rights to host the World Cup to Qatar or Qatar, <laughs> however you say it, they literally sold the rights to host the World Cup to a nation that has no football history, no, zero, even worse, oh, what the hell, my alarm going off, ignore that, I ain't gonna cut out. They literally sold the, the rights to host the World Cup to a nation who has zero football history. And even worse, they ain't even know... The population is only like 400,000 or something. I ain't gonna fact check feelings or facts <laughs> in, in match fit. And to put, you know, insult to injury, they even moved the date for the World Cup from the summer to the winter. So just because the country was going to be too hot in the, in the summer period when the, the World Cups are traditionally held. I didn't see no outrage. Where, are, where is the outrage for that? They literally sold the World Cup, the right to host the World Cup. And now they're talking about the integrity of football is going to die because... Um, some billionaire owners of the biggest cl clubs in the world decided that you can't get majority on the money. We need a, we need a piece of the pie. So I was dying laughing at all the fake outrage. All oh, the football is dead, people. Football ain't dead. How how is football gonna die? I promise you, the the same people who are so outraged and who are saying football is dead would have be the first ones tuning in. To the new competition so they all just hypocrites and there's nothing more that I hate more than hypocrite a hypocrite if you say I'm a hypocrite then I, I ain't got no problem with it but when you're trying to take the moral high ground and say oh they're doing it for greed they're doing it for greed hello last time I checked we live in a cap capitalistic society this is capitalism versus capitalism. And you're talking about, no, no, no. Th no, this capitalism is good. No, that is bad. You opened the door for this when you allowed billionaire owners to just come in and push money uh, push money in the clubs or fake, fake promise to put money in the clubs. But all they do is take money out of the clubs. There was no fake outrage then. But when, is it, when, it, start, when it looks like it's about to hit your own packets, FIFA and UEFA and the English FA, when, it, when, they, when they know this new competition is going to take money from their own packets, that's, what, that's when they start doing all these props, all this propaganda. Oh, the football is, is going to die. We're going to lose the integrity. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And even worse, 
the the biggest TV uh, TV uh, TV station in, uh, in uh, for sports in England, Sky Sports, talking about oh no they're doing it for the money they're so greedy. You're the same ones who charge people how much eighty pounds to watch games eighty pounds a month to watch football games. Come on, you have no right to take the moral high ground. That's what I'm saying. So I was dying laughing. I even I I was even saying yes to the Super League. Say yes to the Super League, and people are. <laughs> You know, up in their feelings, but I don't care. I don't care which billionaire wins. I'll still tune in to watch the games. I'll still support my club. I'll still have joy of playing football outside. You know, not for a couple of months though. That's another story. I I busted my ACL last month. Now I can't play any football for nine months. I got the Van Dyke injury. You know Van Dijk, the Liverpool player, he got the same injury as me. And when the doctors told me you ruptured your ACL, oh shit! I was like, the first thing I did was, you know, first thing anyone does when when someone gives them any results or or, or for a scan or something, head on to Google, search ACL, and then it turns out. Shit, that's about one of the worst knee injuries you can have. And then I was like, okay, no problem. But let me check Van Dyke's injury. And I was praying, please don't be ACL, don't be ACL, don't be ACL. What's the first thing that pops up? Van Dyke ACL injury. And I was like, oh hell no! Not you. You wondering why? That's because I was like Van Dyke that. Big guy, if he need if he needs nine months to come back from this, me being an <laughs> amateur, how long will I need? But luckily, God's been good to me. My recovery is good. But anyway, back to this Super League. Can you imagine billionaires calling out other billionaires for being greedy? <laughs> like, am I supposed to? Feel bad for a billionaire losing money to another billionaire. It is capitalism, free market. Isn't that what you scream when somebody says billionaires shouldn't exist? So why are you crying now? Why are you trying to take the moral moral high ground now? And the worst part about it is the billionaires employ other millionaires who turn people into sheep's. Because they do the talking. It's ex-footballers who are getting millions, million-dollar checks to scream, uh, to influence the the fans to, into thinking this is the death of football. Oh, oh, they're killing, they're killing our game. The game belongs to the fans. If it if it really belongs to the fans, then how come you gotta pay a fortune to go watch football matches? Huh? Where is the cap on ticket prices? They keep on rising every year. So, so on my part, I didn't care who was winning. I was enjoying the show. And low-key, I wanted the owners to win the battle. 
so I can see UEFA and FIFA really crumble and really cr get, you know, get taught, get get their own medicine you serve to them. They've been doing this all these years, the corruption, the greed. Nobody thinks about the fans. You only think about the fans when it's, when it's about to hit your pocket. So you use the fans as a shield to protect yourself against other billionaires. But some of the fans are sheeps though. They don't get it. And I really think this new format would, would have saved football. Saved football in terms of the elite football. Because the, the, the clubs are in debt. Where else are they going to get the money from? So anyways, but I'll tell you my opinion though. All this, I was just spitting. I was just, gonna, I was just giving you both sides of the argument. But now this is my opinion. I think this whole thing was just a power play. You know, the owners, they, they wanted more money. And they was like, hmm, how can we how can we show UEFA that we're really serious about this? Alright, let's ask for the whole hand. The owners they just want the they just want a finger. You know, if you if you want a finger, you ask for the whole hand first, and the person was like, oh hell no, I ain't giving you this whole hand. But you can have the finger though. And I think they're gonna accomplish that mission. I think they will get more money. I really do. Because they're already talking about reforming the, the Champions League and making it into, uh, you know, uh, you know uh, a league instead of group stages. So all the teams play each other. So every, every team has guaranteed 10 matches. So 10 matches they can earn money from. And some of the elite clubs won't have to qualify. They will be standard teams. So a light version of the of the same competition they were proposing so it's like let's shock them with this one so they are gonna take the new one lightly they're just manipulating the fans they're just asking to yo cut cut off your hand for me and you were like what i ain't gonna cut my hand for you are you crazy and then all right all right no, you no, and then they'd be like, no, cut your hand off for me right now, and you're like, oh no, please, I can't do that. No, I'm gonna kill you if you don't cut my my your hand for me. And then they turn around like, all right, just give me a finger then. Cut, 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 cut me your your cut off your finger for me then. And then you're gonna be like, oh shit. Instead of losing my whole hand, let me just give them my finger. That's all it is, people. It's a power play. They knew, they knew, they just wanted to shock people with a crazy out of this world idea that was gonna change football forever. So you would accept the lesser evil plan that is still gonna change the Champions League. In 2024, God willing, we're alive, we're gonna see the Champions League change. There's nothing the fans can do about it. The fans think they won this battle. But you... This is... this is They've been planning this for 15 years. You know? There is no... The fans will never win. The billionaires always win. You know? So, it's just funny to see the, the, the fans... This react of emotions. You know? 
they were they were pretty much just sheeps. And if you react of emotion, you never know what you're gonna do. You'll never get any clarity when you react of emotion. You will never see you never see the manipulation. They just they just tapping into your to to your love for your club and they're giving you these buzzwords. Football is dead. They're taking our ball away. They're taking the joy away. Come on. When my knee heals up, when my ACL heals up, I'm still gonna get enjoyment from football by going, going outside and playing with 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 with, with friends. You know, I'm still gonna enjoy football. If I see two elite clubs playing on television, I still enjoy it. I don't care. Football will never die. But they use these buzzwords. You know, the current billionaires who have the monopoly on the game. They use these buzzwords to tap into the emotions of fans. They'd be like, football is dead. Football is dead. They're taking the ball away. They're so greedy. They're so greedy. Well, then what are you then? Are you greedy light? The light version of greed? Is there is there a light version of greed? No, greed is greed. And so if you're a football fan and you're listening to this, don't choose sides. You know, j just don't. Just sit back and enjoy the show. That's what I do. I enjoy the show and I love seeing fake outrage people on Twitter, on, on other social media platforms. You know, all the reacting of emotions. Oh, these owners, they're so greedy. What are they doing? The, the, the game belongs to the fans. It belonged to the fans, yeah, maybe in like 1800s. Or, or in the beginning of 1900s, it don't belong to the fans anymore. We got to pay a fortune to watch the games, even more to go in person to the stadiums. So anyways, that's my two cents, even though it felt like three, five, six, seven cents. <laughs> that's my advice. If you're a football fan, take your emotion out of it. You'll still get joy from playing football any new league or new reform, it will never affect you. You will still get the joy of watching and playing football in the same way. But I will say though, the new plan they were they were proposing, it would have looked like the American version of sports. And that would that would have been actually too much, even though even though even though I would have liked it. I gotta go with the what the majority of the fans want, and why why do you gotta go and copy Americans all the time? You know, the game it needs it needs to change. Of course, change is inevitable, but not that kind of change. We need a positive change. But if one positive thing this thing has brought is that people are awake now, they will definitely see the hypocrisy of the UEFA, FIFA and FA going forward when they try to do something they will they will be like oh so you were telling us they were greedy what about you now so the fans have seen that they have the power now they really do they even stopped the the team bus of Chelsea trying to go in, trying to go in, into the game last night they had to be postponed a couple of uh, some 10 15 minutes yeah but anyways what else have I been up to lately? Oh yeah, I even got into the crypto world. 
and i'm not gonna sit here and tell you oh you should invest in cryptocurrency but i'm gonna tell you something it can change your life i'm not gonna say it will and i'm not a financial advisor so don't listen to me about anything when it comes to finances i don't want to be held liable if you lose money but you what you, what you should do is do your own research into cryptocurrency I've been researching it for about a year and I finally decided to mm, maybe jump in. I'm neither going to confirm or deny, but if you want to change your life, maybe you should research cryptocurrency right now. That is my not so financial advice to you. <laughs> yeah. What else have I been up to other than that lately? Oh yeah, me and my wife really got into a new sport, the Formula One. I really I always thought that that sport was boring. They just driving a car around a track all day. Um, you know, I'm not a big car guy, so I, I was like, yeah, I know why some some people would watch, but it ain't my cup of tea. But. As soon as the pan pandemic hit last year, we were staying inside, you know, browsing Netflix. And there was this new show we got into about Formula, Form Formula One. And I swear to God, it is the most dramatic sport ever. It is so dramatic. The, the drivers are so sensitive. You know, they even fight and kick each other when they crash sometimes. A car gets blown up. So me and my wife really got into it. And now we can't wait for every new event. Every new Grand Prix is called. Yeah, I think it's like once a month or something. I'm new to this world too. So I don't know much. I've been, But I've been watching, keeping my eye on it. And um, uh, I got this, this one driver who I really support. And uh, I don't know if you, if people got like Formula One driver fan base <laughs> or something, but I really like this driver. His name is Pierre Gasly, and he's a really underrated driver. He's not one of the best, but I think he got potential to be. But I can't just get into a new spot and and then pick the best driver and see. Hey, I'm a fan of that driver. No, I can do that. I always go for the underdog. So Pierre Gasly. You're my guy, man. Keep doing your thing. You got a bright future, and I can't wait to see you win, uh, uh, you know, a Grand Prix or something. But for now, Lewis Hamilton is beating the shit out of everybody. Lewis Hamilton, that guy is a legend. There's only been two, you know, two races uh, this uh, this year. Yeah, this season. There's only been two. It just started last month. In Bahrain and this past weekend he was in Italy and uh, Hamilton he won the first race uh, the first Grand Prix in in Bahrain so he was in first place in the overall World Cup and uh, his main comp his main rival Verstappen who drives for Red Bull he's uh, he, he got second uh, last uh, the first race in Bahrain but this past weekend the racing in in Italy and this time Verstappen came first. And that guy, he's a fiercy driver, Verstappen. He he wanna beat Lewis Hamilton so bad. 
so bad. And even the Formula One, well, the, mo the majority of the Formula One fans wants that, want that guy to win the World Cup. They want to end Lewis Hamilton's dominance. And the Formula One, I think the Formula One industry want a new champion. They want to make the sport exciting for, for new viewers. But they don't have to try hard, though. That Netflix show did so much for the sport. It got me and my wife into it. And now we're a big fan of the Formula One. In the future, maybe after this COVID-ish, we might even go to a race. I don't know how much it costs, though. I got to research the prices. But anyways, I got to cut this podcast short. Now, I got to go eat something. It's suhoor time soon, you know. Yeah, another day. Another day of fasting is coming. And uh, hopefully, if you... I've been fasting so far this month, this holy Ramadan month. I wish you nothing but blessings. And as I always say, if you've been listening to this podcast and you think everything I just said was full of crap and I don't know what I'm talking about, you're right. If you tuned in and listened to this podcast and you think I'm a genius, you know, I'm a brilliant, I know what everything I'm talking about, you're right too. Peace. To the Middle East.